Hey, and welcome back to the Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am here, as always, with my curmudgeonly older sister, <laughs> Stacy. Stacy, say what's up to the fam. You know, you can always tell when Jazz and I have a row in terms of how we introduce each other. So, yes, I am curmudgeonly this week. We won't go into why. No, but she got, she's got, she has a lot of sass happening on the other side of this microphone right now. And what's great about a lot of sass is that we can always bring it back to wellness and talk about topics like this that Correct. really uplift us both. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. no side eye. I won't. I won't. It's more underneath my breath anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally underneath my breath. Okay. Um, so I am Jasmine, and together we are your Black Zen team. So um, if you've been rolling with us for a while, you know that this is a podcast that is a companion piece to the Weekly Wellness, uh, which is an editorial that we send out every Monday at 9 a.m. PST. To delight. To delight. To delight. Exactly. We to curate those yeah. really to be something in your email that you want to read. Yeah. <laughs> That's useful, but also really lovely to look at. And, um, and we try to add some humor in there when we can. So it's always like, Whatever it is, you're never going to be disappointed. No. And the goal yeah. is to uplift. Mm-hmm. Uplift and teach at the same time. I Correct. feel like that's the best way I like to get my medicine. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I also like, I mean, it's really intentional that it's at the beginning of the week. Yes. We feel like if you always have something that is delightful and that is useful to you at the beginning of the week, if that's what's in the back of your mind as your week starts to roll on, that's pretty powerful to start from that place as opposed to kind of being a hot mess and then on Wednesday being like, wait, what was the weekly wellness? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, sure. so that's, that's why we do it on Mondays. And so lately we've been talking about any questions that we've gotten from the previous week's wellness because uh, before we jump into this week's topic. So yeah, well, last week's topic was about fear mm-hmm. and how to get how past to fear, how fear. to overcome it. Mm-hmm. And the summary to that just really quickly was giving that fear a name, mm-hmm. digging deep and finding what is it really that's bothering me or what am I really afraid of? Mm-hmm. And then once you have that piece down, you can move past it. Correct. And so the question that we got was, is there any such thing as a healthy fear? Yeah, because they were saying there are plenty of times when fear has been a useful thing, you know, where it's like maybe you were afraid of a certain kind of person because you're like, "Mm, they're kind of like not going to be the best thing for me. Or, you you know, when you you instill a certain kind of fear in your kids because you don't want them to run across the street when there's a bunch of cars there, you know, like so that there's... Yeah, see, this is where Jazz and I disagree. We have different answers to this question because I think there's no such thing as a healthy fear. Really? I think any healthy fear can be overcome by knowledge. I'll tell you why. Yeah, The kid who's running across the street, you say... We don't cross the street and just run across it without looking both ways because it's going to not be good for other drivers because they won't be able to see you and they might harm you in a way. But that's not fear. Oh, that's interesting. You don't think so? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, my my face right now is sort of like, "Mm." You're you're not seeing it? I don't know. What's another, I mean, what's what's a healthy fear though? I can't think of one healthy fear. When this question came over, I was like, my automatic response was, no, there is no healthy fear. And Jazz was like, well... I feel like, there's pro- I feel like there's something that's probably like a really obvious healthy fear that I just can't think of right now. I feel if all fear is holding you back from something, which that's what fear does, hmm. then it's not useful. Maybe, right. Remember I had a quote about that like a long time ago. I said, fear is the... What is it? Oh, fear is the... Um, is the something of imaginary circumstances, Yes. Right? Fear mm-hmm. is, it's, it, there's nothing, there's, 
There's nothing. Fear has nothing tangible. It's just fear of something that you right. don't know. It's a real response to imaginary circumstances. Boom. You yeah. said it right. Yes. And I, and I hold true to that. I think that's absolutely right. So I think any fear is just not helpful. Yes and no, though. Because I will say, growing up, I did have a healthy fear of any sort of recreational drugs. Like, I just was like... I don't want to be the kid that winds up on the nine o'clock news <laughs> who tried ecstasy for the first time and now they've seizured out and she's done at 17. You know what I mean? Like, I just I never. That, and but granted, he, but like, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, that to way. me, I felt like was a healthy fear. I know, but I feel like no fear is healthy. Because. So I should just not be afraid and just try everything? No, you should educate yourself about recreational drug use and the, and the effects <laughs> and see and decide do I want to have that as a piece of my life? Am I willing to take that risk with drugs? And then your answer was no. Great. You came to a knowledgeable conclusion, not an imaginary fear of you having a heart attack or a seizure after one dose of ecstasy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I like my version better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on the fence. And so, yeah. you know what? We'll leave that one up to you guys. Yeah. You decide where you fall on that. Correct. We'll but leave I, it at that. Yes. I do think that the bigger takeaway from our conversation was that fear itself when you're dealing with how that shows up in your everyday life, it's usually because we've imagined circumstances that aren't actually true. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, on to this week's topic. Correct. Speaking this was inspired things, by our mother. Yeah. Anna, we and we talk, about, we talk about daddy all the time, so it's actually kind of like a nice nod to mom. I feel like this is the first time she's gotten the wellness. <laughs> Maybe. We've been doing this for a minute. And the thing is, she says a lot of cool stuff. She does. We just, I don't I know feel why like, I feel like it's either here. daddy or granny that gets it. Like, mom kind of, Kind of got some shade up until now. So, <laughs> sorry, mommy. Sorry, mom. She'll like this one because this yep. was, think she, she gave us these nuggets of wisdom mm-hmm. very early in life mm-hmm. and they pretty much changed how we operate right now. Oh, I definitely think so. I feel like they have kind of so. managed my entire trajectory. Mm-hmm. And that first quote she, or first well, thing before she said, we do the quote, no, I want to get there. No, <laughs> the topic, so people know what we're talking about. The topic right. is the prison of our perceptions. Okay. Why is that the title? Go. No, no, why is that the title? Actually, I love this title because everything about a prison is designed to keep something contained Mm. and inside. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we have a perception about something, you've now created boundaries around your existence, around what you believe is available, around what you believe is possible. Perfect time to get that quote in. Yeah, good. (laughs) I said it up. Good segue. Okay, good. So the first one is, there's no such thing as no. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a powerful it's, statement. When you really when you break it down, that, here's, I'll give statement. you an example of how I use this or how I was forced to use this mm-hmm. in my early school education. So I would get a grade I did not agree with. Mm-hmm. I would have to go to my teacher and say, this is incorrect. Right. I don't believe this is Respectfully. right. Respectfully. I'm right. not going to turn over her desk right. and get stupid. I was going to say, well, <laughs> she, would, she, would, she would cry and get upset and talk to our mom about it. And then our mom would say, well, why do you think that this is not the right grade? And she would give her reasons. And then she would say, well, then you need to respectfully talk to the teacher about why you got the grade that you Yeah. Did. And the thing is, like, at the time, I didn't understand. I'm like, no, she's a teacher. She gave me the grade. It's final. But it's not Nothing final. is final. Exactly. I have had more grade changes. It's simple things. Things that we think are fixed and finite really are not. And, I and think in my mom's, the and the, what my mom's took it was nothing is finite. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as no. Correct. And Correct. her second piece to that, there is an exception to every rule. And there's, and there's no, no reason that exception cannot be you. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a powerful, powerful statement. It is. And I feel like that then sort of 
gave us confidence to try things, to do things, to go out for opportunities, to seek opportunities. And, and to we want to share that. Ourselves. And we want to share that confidence and that understanding with you as well. So that right. you go out and do everything you want to do. Correct. Because there is no such thing as no. And, and there's, there's an exception, exception to, to every, every rule. rule. And there's no reason why that exception shouldn't be you. So if you've never heard that before, hear it today, own it, <laughs> take it in. Tell your kids this. I mean, they're just, I mean, just flows like, in all aspects of life. I, I so feel too. like, especially as, I mean, African-American women, mm-hmm. people tell us that there are barriers. Well, because we, we believe, yeah. and, and they, because no, we identify as one of color. Correct. So we, we perceive naturally, want to perceive that there are certain barriers to what we can and can't do or who we can't talk to or what we can be. But then does that, but by doing that, we limit ourselves to what we go after. Exactly. Mm. That's the prison of our perception. Yes. The prison of your perception is operating on where you think you are, which is contained in some right. way. And really, we have there are no constraints. No. Actually, we talked about this way, way back. If you remember, do you remember that example about the shark, the shark tank? No, do another one. I remember no. that. I was, this, you this, forget my memories. I know. Not the well, best. but it's been, it's been, I mean, this was one of our very, very early podcasts and uh, wellnesses that we did, but it okay. was all about like, there was, uh, they did an experiment with um, this shark in a, a huge tank okay. that had other fish and they had a glass barrier and they would basically taunt the sharks that it would come towards them. But mm. each time it came towards them, it would hit the glass. And so by hitting the glass multiple times, it started to realize, oh, I can't actually go there because there's a glass there. Uh Then they removed the glass and it was as if that barrier was still there, even though it was gone. The shark never went past that point in the tank because it kept believing that that glass was there and that glass was long gone. He was in a prison of perception, Jasmine. Correct. Based on past experiences. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and I, and I love that example because I think that that's real for people. There are times when, you know, perhaps you have tried to do something or tried to take a risk or, or take a leap and it maybe it didn't work out the way you thought. And so now that becomes the box you're working in. As you know, what we always do is if we present you with the issue, you know me. I am not going to not give you an article to overcome. <laughs> oh, God. Trust and believe. Your nerd girl has an article. A resource so okay. that we don't just talk about the problem, but we show you how to fix the problem. And I should always say, everything we talk about is usually research first. So it sounds like we're shooting yeah. off the cup. Yeah, we yeah. read right before we come on this. No, make sure I, we're giving you the best and the you know, the latest. Right. And, and, so. and, then, and when it comes to the articles that we choose to put in the wellness, even that has been... Bedded, whittled down bedded. and vetted because we usually start with a whole a whole host of, of of articles and then we narrow it down to the top two that we think are the most impactful that give you like the biggest the biggest bite that yeah. you can take. Um, so you guys should apply. click on so, those. Those click on rates aren't aren't the best. And they okay. should be. We put an effort in those. You guys need to read those because Lost they will resources, bro. Lost <laughs> resources. We talked about resources, I the can, room requirement. I can lead a horse to water, <laughs> but only you can drink. <laughs> You're a nerd. I know. Speaking of nerds, get to your article. Speak, yeah, exactly. So um, so this article that we included, which I, I really loved, it's called How to Identify and Conquer What's Holding You Back. Mm. And it actually gives very real, actual steps and exercises that you can do for yourself in every area of your life to figure out what's holding you back in each area of your life. I love Are that. Are you going to give them steps or are you going to make them read it? I'm going to make you You should make him read it. I'm going to make you read it. (laughs) That's why I put it in the weekly wellness. Hold on. There was, I did see something in that article I liked too, and I'm going to go ahead and share Mm. it. There was a very good idea represented in there about Mm. why we don't 
move forward and why we are held back sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it says sometimes we have a wait and see mentality, mentality about, about things. About mm-hmm. things. And what's great is he said, eventually, if you have a wait and see tactic, if that's your track, mm-hmm. you'll eventually stop seeing the opportunities that are directly in front of you. Mm, I like that a lot. I thought that was very helpful because I myself have been a wait and see kind of person. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wait till it flushes out, you know, think get more popping. Right. No. Right. Strike while the iron is hot, as Granny used to say. Mm, that's true. <laughs> Actually, so on that note, there was a, another little gem that was in there. Are you going to give it to him? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a few. Give him a taste. I'm gonna give a few gems. <laughs> so one of the gems that was in there that I thought was really good is that it said, "Can you think of a time when you wanted something?" but decided to just dip a toe in rather than go all the way, which is sort of on the same lines of like, uh, yeah. I'm going to wait and see means I'm actually not going to do anything. Yeah. Then you've got the other one, which is like, I'm going to do gonna a little just, bit. Right. I'm going to do about 10% and see what happens. But here's the interesting part. You get 10%. Exactly. I know. You Every action generates a force yeah. of energy that returns to it in like kind. So yeah. if you put in 10% and you get 10% results, you're like, oh, well, it didn't really work. Well, but you only put in 10%. We're not saying go out and, and be reckless and with be your reckless choices with choice and, and with, your, like that. with your, your, your funds or, or your Or to expect plans. results right away. I but if you want to try something, you have to at least see it through. Mm-hmm. It's not going, it's not, it's not like 10%, 100%. It's just see it through. Right. You know, whether right. it's a little piece now, a little piece later. But don't do what I do, which is wait and see. Wait and, see. and then don't dip a toe. Exactly. So if you're going to do it, just fully commit to it in, in whatever way feels um, wise and comfortable and well thought out for you. Yeah. Yep. There you go. The best way to know that well thought out plan and to have that well thought out plan so you can jump yes. in 100%. You know I'm going to tie it back I to love meditation. It. I thought the same thing and I was like, should I mention it? I have to tie it back yeah. in. You want to yeah. get clarity? You w- This is the thing. That if was you snaps, are afraid, by the way, if you're wondering what that sound was. <laughs> <laughs> if you are afraid, and if you're if you're a toe dipper or a wait and see dipper like myself, yeah. if you're not ready to go 100, percent yeah. meditate. Yep, that 100 percent will look more obvious to you than anything else. Right, it'll There's be the clear. clarity. It'll be clear. It'll be that, clear about what the right next step is. Exactly. Then that jump feels like it's supposed to happen. There's no doubt. Absolutely. And I feel like when I think you it eliminate doubt, doubt, then you can go 100 sure. percent without being afraid or being yes. scared. Or, Thinking that's not going to work out. Because that's the whole reason why you don't put it 110% in, because you're you're not sure if it's the right thing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. You want to go 100%? Meditate meditate and get your answer. Yep. I fully agree. (laughs) I fully, fully agree with that. Um, What's our meditation tip of the week? There actually is no tip of the week. Oh, that's right. You know why? These are, I did this on purpose. And Jazz's like, you're not going to give, like, no. Mm-hmm. There's so much in this week's wellness. I wanted you to read it. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to read the article. So I took out anything that might distract you from reading the articles mm-hmm. and reading the editorial and really Correct. taking it in. Correct. So it'll be back next week. In, uh, in the article, it actually talks about meditation. Does it? It does. I mean, it br- briefly, but it does oh. talk about how, how to start getting clarity on certain things, and it's, and it's a way to use that. We could write these articles. I know. We probably should. <laughs> but, uh, but, funny we but, do, it's, but it's true, but, though, because so, so yeah. much of what keeps us from doing and really risking our time or our attention or our focus on Resources things that we think is important, or, mm-hmm. right, is, is that it, a lot of that is, is really unconscious, and we don't know that we're doing it. And so part of being able to sit on the mat and allow things to come up and reveal themselves to you is so that you start to understand, what are my limiting beliefs? Yep. What's the container I've been working in? What, what is my you- imaginary glass that I've bumped into in the past that now I've just assume that that's there. It's always there. What have I been taught in school that has unconsciously soaked into my thought process where I think that's true? Yeah. What have I been taught as a child? Well, here's something, and, I don't, <laughs> and, and maybe we'll keep this in, maybe we won't, but I actually think that neighborhoods have a lot to do with that. 
Because yeah. when you go into a neighborhood that isn't cared for, what is that unconsciously telling you about you? It No, it says that this place is not valuable. Right. right? But, then, but I think people then internalize that and it's like, well, then I'm, I'm not valuable. Not be valuable. Ugh, if, if, if the way that the space is maintained doesn't even say that it's worth value. You know, we have a whole new, we should do a wellness yeah. on keeping your space mm. nice. Because yeah. then it'll change how you feel in the space, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it says a lot. But it, but I, think, I just think it says a lot. And there's all these unconscious things. Like if you like if you went to a school that had a ton of resources and you had new books and you had lots of you think you can do programs, anything, right? You have you feel like you have yeah. options for lots of things. Yeah. If you went to a school that didn't have any of those resources, then in your mind you're like, oh, well, there's only a few options anyway. But that's not true. Yeah, that was just, just not available. They in weren't that available space. at the time, yeah. but they might be available now. So you know. Yeah, it goes we can go really, on really about deep. education. This is the first one time we've talked about education because we yeah. know we kind of take this one off the rails because mm-hmm. we are very passionate about what our kids are learning and yes. what our you know yes. what our you yes. know what what people are taking in. Exactly, so exactly. We won't. Uh, we won't. We'll, we'll, I won't harp we'll, on we'll, it. I'll pull Jasmine back from the ledge. I was gonna say I will step <laughs> off the soapbox, but I just want to put that out there because I think so often we don't realize what could be the limits to what we perceive as being yeah. available to us and where those start, where those where are coming come from. from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's so. the only reason why I wanted to add that in there. So, uh, so we will leave you with all those nuggets and food for thought. Think on that this week and we'll see you next one.